Welcome to our Citizens Climate University session for this week. This is a weekly webinar program of Citizens Climate Lobby that provides our CCL community with access to in-depth trainings, opportunities on topics relating to climate change and effective climate advocacy, of course. This week's essential topic is brought to us by the Braver Angels Action Team, and we're going to be talking about opportunities for mindful bipartisan communication. An always timely topic, of course, but especially for folks who have been following the news recently, really, really critical. So very quickly, um, I do want to share that the presentation slides, if you would like to follow along, are available at cclusa.org slash braver angel slides. I am saying this with a quick caveat, though, that we have been having some issue with our cclusa.org short links. So there is a possibility that link won't work for you just in case you find yourself in that boat. I'm going to put the long link in the chat for you as well. Oop, and I skipped the slide there. Excellent. So first and foremost, a quick bit of housekeeping. Everybody on this call is muted and the meeting is being recorded and it will be posted back on CCL community actually on the same event page where you may have registered to attend tonight. When we do get to Q&A, we will all be able to unmute. You're welcome to use the mic icon to do that, or if you're calling in by phone, pressing star six will help you to get to that point. And you can raise either your real hand or your virtual hand. And as always, if you don't feel comfortable unmuting for whatever reason, you are more than welcome to type your question into the chat. And we will be keeping a close eye on that to make sure that we get to anything you might want answered. So now I have the great privilege of introducing our guest speakers for tonight, starting with Beth Mallow. Beth is from Nashville, Tennessee and co-chairs the Braver Angels Action Team. She's also a trained Braver Angels moderator. In her day job, she's a neurologist and researcher at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. She's also a proud member of the CCL Middle Tennessee chapter and a co-liaison for a Tennessee CCL lobbying team. Thank you so much, Beth, for everything you do in your day job and in your seemingly second day job with CCL. <clears throat> Up, we have Bruce Moreland from Northfield, Minnesota, and he's a twice-retired mathematician who first served with the United States Air Force as a missile launch officer, then as an analyst and instructor at the Air Force Institute of Technology. His second career was at the Mayo Clinic where he did statistical analyses and data mining. He is a Rotarian and he is now active with both Braver Angels and Citizens Climate Lobby. In each organization, he is part of the Conservative Caucus speaking with a conservative voice. Thank you, Bruce, for bringing that super important perspective to both organizations and of course to us tonight. And last, but most certainly not least, we are joined tonight by Arlene J.M. Grant from Baltimore, Maryland. She is a talented artist, attorney, nutritionist, and chef, as well as a meditation coach who serves as a volunteer and leader in action teams and chapters of CCL, including, of course, the Braver Angels action team. So thank you, Arlene. Okay, and with that, I will hand it over to our speakers to introduce the learning goals for the evening. All right, thank you very much for that nice introduction. 
Um, we've got three learning goals for tonight. The, the first one is we want to tell everybody about Braver Angels and what it is. And then we want you to understand some of the workshops that are offered. And then we'll offer some action items uh, at the end. So next slide. This is our agenda, explain, describe, highlight, scaling our message for future. So we've got some future plans and then we'll cover how you can get involved and do the Q&A. Next slide. First item is to explain Braver Angels. Next slide. So where are we? I wanna cover briefly where we are politically and how we got here. It's always, uh, these are all sailing instruments because I've got a sailboat and I often need to know where I'm at. So next slide. We have to recognize that we are increasingly divided as a nation and that we used to have a, uh, we used to have the ability to get together for a barbecue. And as we've seen, even in Congress, they can't do that. This is what the Congress looked like in the 1961-63 session. You can see there's some overlap in how they thought a little bit of conservatives that were actually talking like liberals. And so they were able to communicate with each other. And in the next slide, you'll see that by 2009, we were seriously divided. And it's gotten worse. It has gotten so bad, and I need to bring up the next slide. It's gotten so bad that, that people are actually trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and as a mathematician, I loved this explanation. So imagine, if you will, that in the vertical dimension, we've got the question of which is better, chocolate or vanilla. And then in the horizontal direction coming toward us, oops, Back up a couple more, I think. One more, there. In the horizontal directions, we've got something like, is it Green Bay Packers or Minnesota Vikings? A lot of discrepancy there. And in the third direction, put whatever political issue you like that you think is polarizing. And what this does is it asks the math to model what happens as these people talk to each other. And next slide. As they talk to each other, they come to a consensus. They start to get together in the middle. They kind of trade off some things, but then our political parties show up. And in the next slide, you can see that they drive us apart, but they don't let us expand. So we stay very tight in these little dots. And I, those are echo chambers. And we'll use that term more than once to describe what's going on. But the echo chambers of our politics are separating us. Now, next slide. <clears throat> in November, 2016, America had the most divisive election in our recent history. And some of you may remember it very vividly because it was a real barn burner. Uh, in, we had David Blankenhorn in, in uh, Ohio and we had David Lapp, I think, in New York. One of them, oh, no, it was the other way around. Blankenhorn was in New York where it was doom and gloom. Lapp was in Ohio where it was hope and change. That was after the election. And they reached out to Bill Doherty, who happens to be a relative neighbor of mine. I've, I've met with him several times. He's local to Minnesota here. Um, family social scientist. And they said, what can we do? And he said, well, we could use some of the stuff that, uh, that we use in family counseling. So it's interesting that we would do that because one of the things that we have learned in recent times is that politics and political party has replaced religion as one of the first things that we ask our children when they bring home a prospective spouse. 
what we, it's not, you know, it used to be, we're all Catholics and is she a Protestant? Uh, heaven forbid. Well, no, now we've replaced that with, we're all Democrats here. This wouldn't be a Republican, would it? And that is much, it's, it's really an interesting division. And I, we argue sometimes that our politics have replaced our religions for providing us with both community and with sense of morality. So they started off, and next slide, please. They held some very interesting workshops in Ohio. Uh, the first one was a weekend long. I mean, these are dedicated people. They got 10 Trump supporters and 10 Clinton supporters and put them in a room for a weekend. And they had a workshop and, and they talked to each other through, with the guidance. It wasn't just to get together for coffee. It was guided discussions. And uh, since then, they've Braver Angels formed out of that. It was originally Better Angels, and then they changed the name to Braver Angels for lots of reasons, not the least of which you've got to be brave to be involved in, in this issue. And they've now done over a thousand workshops with new designs every day, uh, including our own workshops that we have done with Beth leading the way on these. We took their de Depolarizing Within, which is designed to help you break out of that little dot, that little dot echo chamber. Depolarizing within is designed to help you expand that dot. And at least that's how I would characterize it. And the other one is bridging the divide. And that's designed to help you talk between the dots. And it's really designed to bring us back together. And we have had the privilege of, with, with uh, the help of our team to build these workshops with a CCL flavor. And that's kind of nice because we have a shared reason to be in the room, but we still have different visions of why we're in the room and where we're going to go with it. So the workshops are an integral part of the Braver Angel uh, work within CCL. So what is the mission of Braver Angels? Well, the next slide. We have three goals. First of all, let me mention, it is a national citizens movement. They have people in every state now. Uh, and it has three goals. One is to reduce political polarization, understand each other beyond the stereotypes. And one of the workshops uh, is specifically aimed at helping you understand how stereotypes uh, work. And then bring the liberals and conservatives together. And I sometimes mention that we have debates once in a while. And those are like dessert. That's what you get to have if you've been good and have eaten all the other <laughs> workshops so that you know what you're doing. All right. So next slide. <clears throat> from the start ccl was bipartisan we remember that from our when you come into ccl one of the first things you learn is how bipartisan we are but even by the time i joined back in 2015 there was a growing imbalance that had been addressed for a couple of years through the conservative caucus and the, i was a member of the conservative in fact i was chair of the conservative caucus in 2016 but after 2016, we saw a stronger need because that election really, in, you know, it really riled up people a lot. And so the conservative caucus was doing one job, but we needed somebody like Braver Angels. And as it happens, I was involved with Braver Angels back when they were better angels, back before they were even anything, because my Rotary Club happened to work with Bill Doherty on some of the early uh, prototype work. So I, I'd been talking Braver Angels up 
and telling uh, people in CCL that they needed to look into this. We needed to work with that. And I chatted up Braver Angels at every CCL event that I was at. And next slide. Or, yeah, hence the Braver Angels Action Team, which Beth and I were tagged to form back in about what, 2018 or 2019? Yeah. So we're 2020. 2020? That yeah. recently, huh? Wow. I can't believe how effect, you know, how much we, we've been doing in that time. But in any case, we uh we we created the Braver Angels action team, a nice logo, a little uh handshake, which you should recognize is the CCL handshake, but color-coded for red and blue. And uh, we'll put a link in for how to join the Braver Angels action team. That is part of what we want to get out of this. But in the meantime, uh, let's go to the next part of our agenda. Beth? Yeah, so thank you, Bruce. Uh, we are really very excited to lead this team. And we consider our Braver Angels action team to be a catalyst for CCL volunteers, a way to support bipartisan climate actions, which as Stephanie mentioned at the beginning, is just super important right now. And if we go on to the next slide, the left side you already heard about from Bruce, the goals of Braver Angels. Take a look at the right side, and, and many of you already know this. This is the um, uh, part of CCL that focuses on relationships. One of the core values of CCL is relationships. And this is right out of the CCL website, we take the most generous approach to other people as possible. Appreciation, gratitude, and respect. We listen, we work to find common values, and we endeavor to understand our own biases. So you can see the synergy, right, between the Braver Angels goals and the CCL goals, which is why we feel that Braver Angels is a natural partner for CCL's work. And um, that symbol is really fun. We, we've adopted it or co-opted it and we've changed the colors, but um, we're very proud of the red and blue. And in case you're wondering about this red and blue thing, red is conservative and blue is liberal within Braver Angels. So we actually go around calling ourselves reds and blues, which is, is interesting. And I'll get more to that in a moment, um, but next slide. And as I mentioned, we. It seems like forever, but our collaboration actually did start in the summer of 2020 amid COVID. And it was a really interesting time to start a new collaboration. And I, I wanna just acknowledge here the strong sponsorship from Madeline Para, who's now our executive director, and Susan Adams, who's the regional coordinator for the Third Coast. And they've just been absolutely wonderful. And then uh, Bill Doherty, who was mentioned earlier, is in the lower left-hand corner. And then uh, Steve Saltwick is in the upper right. Uh, he and Bill are leaders in Braver Angels. And uh, we, uh, as you can see tonight, I'm wearing red and Bruce is wearing blue in respect for each other's colors. And we kind of did it in this thing too. Steve is a conservative. Uh, so he wore red, but I wore red too, and Bruce wore blue. And in, in, in case you're wondering about this colors, it's not so much to divide us, but to highlight our political distinctions. And, and I look at it as how the whole is so much greater 
than the sum of its parts. Uh, so it's less about I'm red and you're blue or vice versa and more about we all just work together. And if we go to the next slide, I think this is a beautiful um, image and um, it is artwork that Arlene Grant put together, one of our leadership team members, and it depicts red, blue and all sorts of other colors with a quote from Gerda. So I'm gonna let Arlene read this quote and explain what it means to her. Thank you, Beth. Thank you everyone for joining us. The idea is to have an inhabited garden. And I think Goethe, even though so many years ago he lived, has it correct for today. It's the world is so empty if one thinks only of mountains, rivers, and cities. But to know someone here and there who thinks and feels with us, and though distant, is close to us in spirit, this makes the earth for us an inhabited garden. For me, it makes sense because even though all the colors are represented here as climate activists, as climate lovers, we can love the climate, but we have to love those who are here in order to advance and truly have an inhabited garden. And I think that's the essence of what Braver Angels is about. It's about getting us to a place of an inhabited garden where we are all enjoying the beauty of nature despite whatever color we may represent and realizing that working together gets us there. Thank you, Beth. Arlene, that was wonderful. Thank you. Let's go on to the next slide. And I just wanna say that what Arlene just said is probably the key thing that our Braver Angels action team does in CCL, which is, is to give people a space that we can talk, we can understand the importance of bridging political divides for a sustainable world that can just gives us the energy to be together uh, and realize that our differences actually make our mission stronger. Uh, I do wanna mention we have more than 150 members on our action team and we have more, we have 11 people on our leadership team and I wanna acknowledge them here, um, including Bruce and Arlene and me. Uh, we have others as well who couldn't join us tonight. Some are in this photo that was taken after our Saturday seminar in June in DC. And what do we do? We support each other, we practice skills, we have relevant resources, we host guest lecturers, and if you're interested in learning more, uh, we promise you can do what you can do. So you can come to a meeting. We love when people come to our monthly meetings, but if you simply just wanna get our monthly newsletter that we send out with links to articles and videos and training opportunities, that's fine too. We, we'll, we'll take you wherever you are because we know everybody's really busy. Um, so next slide. I'd like to next highlight our workshops as well as a scientific paper that we published last year. Next slide. As Bruce said, we've built our workshops on Braver Angels workshops. So Depolarizing Within, which is a key workshop in Braver Angels, was modified to basically be related to climate change and climate change uh, advocates. And the goal of this workshop is to learn how to avoid stereotyping people who disagree with us, either on climate change, maybe they're skeptical 
Um, or they totally believe in climate change and we need to do something about it, but their solutions may differ from us, right? So they may be in favor of strong government intervention, or maybe on the conservative side, they want to see more done with the free markets. Um, so these are the kinds of things that we talk about. How do you, you stop, for example, demonizing the other side? How do you find ways that you can work together. And the first step is actually yourself. It's within. It's yourself and it's your peer group, or as Bruce said earlier, your echo chamber. Um, so that, you know, you see these people, this party, and this woman is like, have a headache or whatever, because people are talking like, how dare you talk to somebody on the other side? And, you know, the idea of how are we brave? How are we braver angels? And how do we interact in the world? and realize that people who feel different than us politically are not our enemies, but are actually our colleagues. Um, so we are actually doing this workshop again this um, month, at the end of the month on the 29th. And we really encourage you to take it if you haven't, or if you want a refresher. We've trained uh, over 1,100 CCL volunteers in 16 workshops since 2020, and we'd love for you to come. So Stephanie is putting a link in the chat for um, registering for the workshop. And it'll be on Zoom, it's about two and a half hours, and it goes really quickly. You'll, you'll really love it if you haven't had a chance. I'll be co-moderating the workshop. Uh, and then the next one that um, we did is called Bridging the Divide on Climate Solutions. And this, uh, came about later in 2020, and it its goal was to build on what Depolarizing Within did and to talk with others, learn the skills for talking with others who disagree with us um, on climate change solutions so that we can row in the same direction, so to speak, and um, together be advocates for climate change solutions. And we've trained over 600 CCL volunteers over in 12 sessions, and on the next slide, this was a great honor for me because I was actually given a lot of freedom to design this workshop with Bill Doherty and also Connie Shortest from Braver Angels. And we were able to publish a paper in the Journal of Climate Change and Health. Uh, and this link will be in the chat. It's open access. So you should be able to open it and read it. And you can see everything we did. Um, and the goal um, of the workshop was to build people's confidence in having conversations with others that we disagree with. And we found that based on the evaluations that volunteers had more confidence in setting a constructive tone in conversations with others. So I'd love for you to read it, let us know what you think. Uh, and uh, this is an absolute thrill for me because even though I published a lot of papers as a neurologist, uh, it was super exciting to publish my very first climate change communication paper. And I'm, I hope you can tell I'm passionate about this work. So this was, this was a great thrill for me. And I'm very um, appreciative to my colleagues who co-authored it with me. Um, as well as all the volunteers, uh, some of you may be listening tonight. Uh, Arlene Grant is one of them who um, helped us with this workshop helped us with, with the participants, helped us with the breakouts, helped us with introducing CCL. 
it was it it was just an it's just been absolutely amazing working on this, especially during the pandemic. It it really was a, a very rewarding activity for for all of us. Um, and then one other workshop that I have to say the graphic that Bruce designed. Next slide, Stephanie. For this workshop is just so much fun. I just think these little fish are so cute, but we have bluefish <laughs> and redfish. It's kind of like Dr. Seuss, right? Redfish, bluefish. And the idea is it's called a fishbowl. What is a fishbowl? A fishbowl is where you put your conservatives in a circle and then your liberals behind them or vice versa. And people talk about their views. So for example, let's say the, the liberals go first. We describe our values. We describe why we think our values are great for CCL and the environment. And then we stop and we say, on the other hand, these are our blind spots. This may be something that we don't do as well as we should. And what that does is it injects some humility. And that actually comes from the classic Red Blue workshop that Bruce talked about that started in 2016 when they brought the Trump and the Clinton supporters together to talk about their differences. It's a really, really important exercise uh, to be able to say, this is where my side maybe could do a little bit of a better job. And then the other side does the same thing and the audience observes what they heard. And um, we've modified it to allow it to be interactive. So um, if you go to the next slide, we've done these three times and we most recently did it in person at the um, DC conference in June. And we had three reds and three blues, three conservatives, three liberals, I'm up there moderating. And um, it was really fun because um, people, you know, we also had the audience interacting and watching and sharing with us what they learned as opposed to just listening to people lecture. And the um, insights were great. Our panelists and audiences, for example, said, this was a quote from one of our um, panelists, I got a deeper empathy for others and a greater sense of shared emotions regardless of views. Um, next slide. Uh, and then you can see, I, I thought this was a hoot, a live breakout after being on Zoom for three years, we actually started, um, back in person again at this conference and we would break out in our tables and then we would have group shares where we'd um, have a microphone going around. Uh, Arlene and others passed the microphone around and people were able to contribute. Uh, and then the next slide um, is uh, taking us to um, where do we go with all of this? You know, so people are busy, right? Two and a half hours is a long time for a workshop. So we're looking at ways to get our messages across in shorter bites, more digestible bites. And I'm really proud of a collaboration that Arlene and I just recently did with the Effective Communication Action Team. We produced a two-minute video uh, that uses communication skills um, to connect with members of Congress or staff. So if we go on to the next slide, I can show you um, this is the video um, cover, and if you go into the uh, chat, you can actually pull up the link. And um, what we did in this two-minute video, and you can watch it on your own, is we showed how we use Braver Angel skills, motivational interviewing skills, a variety of disciplines use these skills um, to show appreciation to our member of Congress or staff member, open-ended questions to get them talking, reflections where we reflect back to them, um, what they've said to us so they feel respected and understood, and of course, noting common ground. 
And if you go to the next slide, Arlene was in this video with me. And Arlene, I'd love for you to talk about the impact that you think this video has had on CCLers. Sure. Thank you, Beth. I think that the video has been really powerful to show examples. We want to connect with others. We want to be heard, but we also need to learn to listen. And so this video was helpful to our peers and letting them know ways in which they could be more effective listeners to also be more effectively heard. That appreciation, that those open-ended questions, reflections, and noting common ground our affirmation and the lobbying that we do is about affirming our ideas, but also affirming those we want to listen to them. And so, from what I've heard, it's been great. Thank you. Beth. Thank you so much, Arlene. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I might have uh, gone a little too fast when I talked about the workshops. These are the same skills we learn in the workshops. Actually, Stephanie, would you mind going back a slide? Yeah, I mean, these are, this is just part of what we learn, we teach in our workshops in the two and a half hours, we teach appreciation, we teach reflections, we also teach how to speak in a respectful way and how to share your point of view in a respective way, respectful way. Um, but what we did in this video, which was so exciting for me, is we condensed it into one of the skills, the reflecting and, and to some extent, these other skills into two minutes so that people could get a taste of it and learn. And going forward now with the slides, that's what we wanna to try to do more of. We still wanna do these workshops, um, but we also, uh, next slide, uh, wanna look for other ways that we can take these skills that we teach in the fishbowls and the workshops, whether it be the depolarizing skills or the um, bridging the divide skills, and figure out how to give them to people in a segmented way. It might be um, 40 minutes at a chapter meeting, um, and then we practice next time, and then we learn a new skill. Or it may be using more of our action team meetings every month to practice, or it may be making more of these videos, like the next video we're probably gonna work on is how do you talk to your relatives about climate change? and 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 how do you do that in a way that's respectful and influential and impactful and builds relationships rather than, than tearing them down? Because a lot of times, one of the reasons we don't wanna talk about uh, climate change, including as a physician, why don't we wanna talk about climate change with our patients and our colleagues is we don't wanna offend. But if you can figure out how to meet someone where they're at and build a relationship, uh, then we can get people you know, more activated and more uh, interested in um, using these skills and talking. Um, and on that note, Bruce is going to conclude with what you can do to get involved. Uh, thanks, Beth. Appreciate the, the lead in. I'm going to talk about how you can get involved, how we can get involved. Next slide. The main thing is <clears throat> we'd appreciate if you'd consider joining the Braver Angels Action Team where you can learn and embrace the Braver Angels attitude. And you've already been exposed to that if you've been to lobby training and you know about appreciation and uh, you know being personal and being personable um, and respecting. So even if you're across the aisle during your meeting and you're there as a constituent or not, you can still be communicating well and helping uh, move us all forward. Uh, another thing you can do 
and by the way, that caption, get curious, not furious, that's Beth's invention. She didn't mention that she's involved in the Alan Alda science communication course. Uh, and so she's been learning all kinds of ways to express uh, curiosity and, and how, to, how to implement these ideas. Uh, so you can join us. Uh, you can attend the workshops, including the one that's coming up. We just mentioned it, but those, if you follow the team, we, we're always rolling out new workshops about once a quarter we're targeting to have a, a large workshop. And then you can use and practice the skills. And uh, Beth hinted at this, we're looking at ways to do like a continuing education where we can do a 15 minute, if you've been to the course, you can come in for 15 minutes and do a quick exercise. And uh, because you gotta practice this, it's not, you know, it's, it's real easy to walk into your echo chamber and all of a sudden you're, you're railing against the Packers because you're a Vikings fan or whatever, you know, pick your favorite sports example. Um, so practicing the skills is important and you can be a role model. Uh, particularly, we like to charge the Braver Angels action team members to be role models during their chapter meetings because the chapter meetings, you know, everybody gets together. It's usually an echo chamber. Uh, and they're going to watch the national broadcast on that Saturday. And it's useful if there's someone in the room role modeling. And I can tell you, I, I hope it's okay if I tell you that leadership in CCL has identified Braver Angels action team and the Braver Angels collaboration work that we're doing as being critical to maintaining CCL's bipartisan flavor. So uh, we're here to help. And we're here looking for helpers. So next slide. Arlene's going to explain this, but it's a really nice explanation. So Arlene, it's all yours. Thanks, Bruce. So thank you all for attending. And I just wanted to say that your presence, your interest in watching it either on the playback or live is showing what this slide is all about. It's about us coming together to create change effectively. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. We realized that we didn't do all of this planet that we're so interested in saving and that there is something beyond us, even if it's the collective souls that come together to make the universe. So maybe, just maybe, if we could work together, reaching across the aisle, being more purple, not necessarily just red and blue, but blended, we can make larger ripples. We can cast stones that create the change that we want to see for a better planet. And just to give you a little background, what you see in this image are the wildebeest and the zebras, very different animals. They have to navigate the same waters to get to their goal. If they can do it, I'm pretty sure that we can. Thank you, I'm gonna turn it back over to you. With that, thank you again to our speakers. Thank you to all of you for listening in. Thanks for being on the call tonight and for all of the work that you do. We hope that you found tonight's webinar useful and empowering and engaging for your CCL and future climate advocacy efforts. Have a great rest of your evening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. 
Go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.